Lauren, Lorraine uh, says, hi, Derek. First of all, thanks for the knowledge shared. Uh, it's really changed my life for the better. Question, what do you think about the idea of real estate, um, the idea that real estate takes your freedom away from you? You can't, uh, you can't invest in REITs with high dividends, 5 to 9%, uh, if you want to be in the, the brick and mortar market. You can buy REITs if you want to. I, you know, I own two REITs right now. Um, very optimistic about their future. I'm already up significantly on them. It's been two of my best investments this year. There's a couple of REITs. Um, one of them has been my, my, my biggest investment and also a fantastic return. Another one, also a fantastic return. Um, so I, I like REITs. And that's an easy, you know, REIT stands for Real Estate Investment Trust for people that might not know that term. So this is, you know, to, to say it in a very generic way, it's like a stock that owns various real estate assets. Uh, you know, might might own um, office space or shopping malls or uh, storage facilities for servers or whatnot for technical things. All right, and um, yeah, you're you're investing in the real estate that uh, that collects rents and whatnot on your behalf, and then they you know, pays you a distribution. To be qualified as a REIT, they have to return ninety percent uh, of their uh, income it has to be returned to shareholders. So you know, they they give that money back to the the owners, uh, you know, of those units. So um, you know, if you want to be a passive investor in that, that's that's fine. I'm, I own a couple right now. I also own real assets, uh, you know, actual actual property. Um, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. But but you still have to understand it. And for you to understand what a REIT is, most people wouldn't even know, know what that is. Not because they're dumb. It's just kind of a nuanced thing. Right? So most people wouldn't even know what the hell that is. And then, you know, for those that do, you can't just go buy the shit indiscriminately. It's like you still have to understand the underlying assets. You have to understand both of those things, like how do how do the markets function in general, and also how does real estate work? And you know, what are what are the things that are going to be uh, make the real estate or or that business model, the real estate business model, they have more valuable or less valuable? You're going to have to understand both sides of that. It's, it's very complex to really have a good grip on that, and. Uh, you know, to just go buy some random, you know, REIT ETF or something, right, you'd make a lot more money if you knew which ones to pick. You know, instead of buying an index or ETF with a bunch of bullshit in it, you make a lot more money. This is a stock picker's market, right? And anytime there's turmoil in a market, you don't want to own the whole fucking index. You want to avoid the bullshit and go pick the fucking gems that you think are going to be very, very valuable that are underappreciated at the moment. Right? That's where the money is. That's where the money is. And to, otherwise, you're just going to get an average return. If you want an average return, I don't know what the fuck you're doing here. I don't like average people. Um, George, what are your thoughts on investing in tech startup companies? You, know, it's, you have to have a lot of subject matter expertise. Let me, let me say it this way. I have, I have friends. They, they run um, uh, uh, an investment firm, you know, an early stage investment firm that they do invest in these start uh, startup companies, specifically in tech. These guys are brilliant. These, they, they know so much more about tech and the business than I'll ever know in my life. These guys are brilliant. They're fabulously wealthy. The two guys are both billionaires. Fabulously wealthy. They know way more about tech than I'm ever going to know in my whole life. All right? And they would tell you, you know, within two years of making an investment, about 35% of those investments are worth zero. They're worth zero. These guys could call anybody they want to talk to. They could call a governor. They could call any t famous tech CEO. 
they'd be happy to get on the phone and talk with these people. So they have so much more knowledge than, than you or I, so much more access to information from the other smartest people in the world in that space. All right? They know legal things, they know business things. These guys are very well-rounded and that's why they're so fucking rich. All right? And you know, more than in a short period of time, 35% of their company is gonna go to zero. And on a long period of time, much more than that is gonna go to zero. And they're just hoping they, get a, they nail a few things right over a long time horizon. So that's not a short-term investment, that's a very long-term investment. Most of those investments are gonna be worth exactly nothing. You know? And if you're very smart and very lucky, um, yeah, you, you might have a couple wins in there. You might have a big win in your life. Now the good news is you only need one. The good news is you only need one. You could have, you make a lot of money with one big win. All right, so, and, and the great thing about entrepreneurship is you could fuck up dozens of times. You could fuck up hundreds of times. And so long as the order of magnitude of your successes outweighs the order of magnitude of your failures, you can still be very wealthy. You might be filthy fucking rich. So, you know, it's, this is not a game of perfection. It's not gonna be perfect. It's not, you're not, you're, you know, most businesses go bankrupt. Most, you know, nearly all over a long time horizon. So it's not a failed business. If you, if you built something and uh, sold it for a few hundred million dollars or a couple billion dollars, and it fails later, are you a failure later? Because, you know, because the, the technology market shifted and there was something different going on at that time? Or you know, if you built something and made a lot of money for a period of time and then that went out of favor, are you, are you a failure then? But no, no, you're, you're just an entrepreneur. That you made a lot of money for a period of time. Um, you know, some of those are sustainable. You know, some brands are around for a very long time. But even things like Apple, how much volatility did Apple have for its first couple of decades? All right, so you know, biggest company in the world right now, a couple trillion dollars. How much volatility did they have for forever? You know, so even even the you know biggest company in the world, you know, you're, you're going to have ups and downs, man. It's not just a oh, I'll just invest in this fucking magical tech thing and it's going to work out great. You know, it's easier to be a Hollywood celebrity than a fucking tech billionaire. There's more. It's it is. It's easier to be an A-list celebrity. The probability of one or, one or the other, it's easier to be an A-list celebrity than a tech billionaire. Those are the numbers, that's a fact. So, you know, when, when you, when you, if you're telling yourself a fantasy story, I'm not saying that you are, by the way, that's not what you said here, but I'm just, I'm just clarifying that. For the type of person who says, oh, I'm just gonna invest in some tech shit, then I'm gonna be fabulously wealthy. It's like, well, no, probably that investment's gonna go to zero. And just bear in mind, and I'm not telling you not to do it, but it better be something that you understand extremely well and it better be something that where you're contributing to the business because the best businesses won't even take your money. If you don't have some other value add, if you don't have some other social value add or specific knowledge, et cetera, the best tech companies won't even take your money. They don't want the money. They're willing to take the money from strategic partners that can help advance their cause significantly. The better businesses will not take money from just some, some person. They won't take it. They don't want it. So you, you have to have some strategic value add or you're, you're not even, they're not even thinking about you. All right, so your, your buddy's business that he started out of nowhere is it's not worth anything and it's probably not gonna be worth anything. And it's easier to be an A-list Hollywood celebrity, easy, easier to be uh, you know, a starting player on an American sports team. Easier to do that than to be a tech billionaire. Much easier. Much easier to be a professional sports player. Much easier to be an A-list celebrity. So that, that's what the numbers are, you know? But the people that make it, they really make it. They really make it. I know some personally, have a lot of respect for some of the things that they built, um, but it's, it's not, that's not a, 
a get rich quick. That's uh, it's a lot of knowledge in right place, right time, right idea, right team. A lot of things got to go your way for for that to work out right. So just bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. And yeah, again, it's back to knowledge and pure group. You, you're gonna have to you have to know things that other people don't know. Be willing to do things that other people won't do. And you're going to have to have a very high quality team around you because you can't do it by yourself. You guys know anybody that made a billion dollars, didn't have anybody? They just built Apple or Facebook or some shit with, uh, with no team. <laughs> it's magically, they did all the shit themselves and magically got a billion dollars. This, this doesn't exist, you know? These companies, don't, they don't have hundreds of employees or thousands of employees. The big companies have tens of thousands of employees. Tens of thousands. You guys have any idea what the biggest ones have? What are the, the biggest tech companies? How many employees they have? 50,000, 54,000. So you guys have any idea about Apple, how many employees they'd have? I don't know, I don't know. Like retail, but, or like... Yeah, that's, that's part of the business, yeah. So, you know, yeah, throughout the business, it's, I, I would imagine it's similar numbers. I don't know much about it, I would imagine it's similar numbers. Moneyberg Mentoring is a general business course of like how to think and what are the fundamentals of business. You know, th this is a program about helping you make better decisions. I'm trying to give you some frameworks for how I'm thinking about things and how it's allowed me to go make more money. Just to say again, it's like, well, you know, you're probably going to die sooner than you'd like. So how much time do you want to spend with the wrong people? This is not a get rich quick scheme. This is a get rich. Anything that I included as a homework assignment is something that's going to benefit your life long term. Derek, what's the one big thing? The one big thing is that you showed up here. I'm just saying, hey man, you know, you can do a lot better and you're going to.